Man, check me out, man. Yo, this year I'm going all out. A vegan Thanksgiving at our house. About to bring everything but the hog out. Think we eat nothing but grass? What you talking about? Shit, I might jump into the whip and hit Whole Foods early. Get everything to get that soul food working. Like mac and cheese, the collard greens, the black eyed peas. Get a roast of that tofu turkey. Got cornbread, even got stuffing. Mashed potatoes so good, put your hand in it. Got string beans, even got yams with it. Got cabbage and greens with no ham in it. You can fill your plate up without all the guilt. We whip pies up, nigga, out of almond milk. Everything that you touch gonna be dairy free. Even though it don't care for me, what please? I got beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, wings, That's what I got. Ain't fucking with the chicken. No, sir, baby. Ain't got no lamb, But you know I got. We got beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, 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 Go ahead, Pastor Shirley. Go, Shirley. Look, she gonna collect her 2016 coin. I tell you that right now. Listen, that's rapper life. <laughs> that ain't nothing but yeah. Jesus right there. Okay. But the good, the good with Jesus right there, honey. Oh, it will. Girl, so okay. <laughs> Am I gonna start? Oh, uh, I'm not fussed out this week. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? A bitch is regular because she was taking her probiotics. She been eating good. Like life is amazing this week. I'm I'm straight. I'm everything over here is a one. Do y'all see how happy and light she is in the fit when she be taking her probiotics? So y'all know when she don't take her probiotics, you can only imagine how she is. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> right. Thin patients, be on a thin line. Everybody's on a thin line. Ooh, girl. So this week, my job had me fucked up, and Lord. So here's the thing: I work with white people. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, who doesn't, right? Right. And um, ever since the election, I have been side eyeing the hell out of them, like. These motherfuckers voted for Trump, and I can feel it in my bones. Right. I just can't trust them. Ooh. Right. So um, I, where I work is pretty conservative um, as far as agencies go. Um, they like to talk about diversity and things like that. But at the end of the day, you see the privilege, and um, it's there. Mm-hmm. So when I started working at my job, I was um, – well, this agency, rather, I was like, what, 28 years old, 29? Okay. And in African-American years, that's like 19. Right. I didn't look, you know, like I was damn near 30. Right. Um, so everyone assumed I was really young. And then me coming in, you know, I took a lateral over into this agency. And um, so I already came in, you know, in, in my career. Mm-hmm. So I had to deal with a lot of women, you know, apparently they applied for this job and they didn't get it. You know, the managers said they wanted someone with, you know, advanced degrees and experience and blah, 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 blah. So mm-hmm. I had to apply for it and I got it. Good. And so 
you know, when I came in, I remember one white lady asked me, she was like, um, remind, tell me again, how are you qualified for this job? Like, what are your qualifications? And one lady, she used to say, um, oh, yeah, you're just here because you have this great personality. Like, not I don't have the skill or the degrees oh. or the know-how. It's because I have a nice personality. No. So I've been dealing with Darth Susans for a long time. And it's this one girl in my office. Um, she was doing my job as a program analyst before um, I came along. She's moved on to another position. And so, you know, whenever we're talking about doing certain things, she likes to bring up, well, when I did that job, um, we looked into that five years ago, and I just want to be like, bitch. Yeah. You looked into it five years ago, didn't do shit about it, and here we are five years later still trying right. to Right. We still have the Shut issues, the so. fuck up. Like, that's oh privilege. God. Like, bitch, you can, act, you can legit not solve a problem but still talk about it and no one question you. Like, right. Oh, anyway. So, lately she's been getting on my nerves. And I just really had to, like, shut her down in meetings. Like, you know, like, you got to do it. Like, some, like some African-Americans on the job, they let stuff like that slide and try not mm-hmm. to be antagonistic back towards them. I can't At me next it. time. Don't, don't, don't talk about me in front of my face oh, like that. that girl, you know my that bad. Right. Sorry. <laughs> I listen, you know my heart. You know my you know my heart, okay? Know me. Know me. Know so, me. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, she just she just pissed me the fuck off this week because we have a system excuse me, a system of record notice that goes out in the federal registrar and so mm-hmm. I was tasked with rewriting it because there's information that we released that, you know, we can't get about and we have a lot of manual processes. Like, a lot of stuff needs to be updated in the office. Mm-hmm. And I just mm-hmm. noticed that this particular girl, this Darth Susan and this other guy, whenever we try to change anything, they become very resistant. And But they want to take I was, the credit for everything? Well, see, this is the thing. They were the ones who wrote the contracts the way they are now. Ah, gotcha. And now that I'm involved with the contract i'm like oh no we need to make these changes because one of my groups the systems team which is my group they're supposed to process these packets but these are manual they have to do it by hand and Mm -hmm. so the girl who's black she came and told me in february like we're going to be behind this year and we she told me again in august and i told her put together a report i'll take it to my director and we'll talk about it and Mm -hmm. i did all my steps but the guy comes down, and he's all trying to come down on them, like, well, they should be doing this, and they should be doing that. And I'm like, well, excuse you, but I read the contract, and in the contract, it says they have to process packets. It doesn't say how many. It doesn't say they have to finish it by the end of the year, and it doesn't say that they need to report on it. I said, mm-hmm. you wrote this bullshit-ass contract, and now right. you're trying to enforce something on them that's not there, and I'm not having it. So right. I have to really, like, go to the bat for my team. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I had to go to, like, I was like, you're not going to, you know, do this. And the good thing, though, is that my supervisor is so funny. She's like your typical white ally mm-hmm. who really genuinely, truly means well, <laughs> but doesn't always quite get it. Like, yeah. I like, I love the fact that she's feminist because I was, I said, oh, the girls. She was like, no, they're not girls. And I was like, you're right. They're women. They're adults. <laughs> 
Um, her <laughs> husband that she married. I love her dearly, but her <laughs> husband, um, her father, her, her father-in-law was very, 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 very heavily involved in the civil rights movement in the '60s. Okay, like some big time dude, and so she's like very proud of that, and she's you know really like you can tell she reads Jezebel, and she's like trying <laughs> to be woke, but you know they, she just isn't quite all the way there <laughs> with it right. because you know they're not really gonna fully understand till they're oppressed, and mm-hmm. I mean fucking oppressed. But um, like so, she's kind of helpful. But this one chick, I'm like this second from getting on her because my boss was like, okay, you know, we're reading the interpretation, and to solve the problem, they were like, can the contractors take these packets home? I said, well, what the system of record says is that we keep all these records under lock and key because mm-hmm. in the government, there's a such thing as PII, personal identifying information. Anything mm-hmm. that's categorized as PII, you have to protect that information. Correct lock and key because you know if people give information to the government the government cannot let this information get out so i was like no i'm not i'm not going to allow them to take these packets home or off site because number one in our record we say that all documents we kept under lock and key in the facility either in our database or in a locked room i said if it goes off site we no longer have control over who sees this information or if it's going to be accessed in an improper way I said, and we, I'm not putting the director at that risk or the office. So I say, no. She mm-hmm. comes in and is like, well, I mean, it says it in there. Because then they found out that after um, the packet is developed, it goes to a contractor. Mm-hmm. And that contractor, like, puts information in there and does some stuff with it. And then they send it back to us. Well, they shouldn't be doing that. Because right. the, inform- the, the, pro- the packets need to come directly from the instructor to us mm-hmm. so she was like well it says so in the you know the the notice it's old it's outdated and i was like yes i know it's outdated i rewrote it i'm just waiting on the privacy officer to get back to me on some guidance on how we move forward with this and if we're writing it so that we're covering all of our bases moving forward mm-hmm. and she really looked at me she was mad because i was like it doesn't say that and so she, how dare you tell her what she knows as a white woman. Bitch. And the thing is, like, honey, this thing was wrote in 2009. And when I became responsible for it, I read that thing four times. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm talking about. Because if my boss asks me a question and I tell her, no, we can't do this, I mean it. Right. We ain't doing it. And I tell, I let her know because you have to answer for it. Do you feel like answering for this today? <laughs> and she's like, you all right. really she, want to? <laughs> Right, and she and my boss is a very cautious person as well. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't mind like if I tell her like I'm not sure, I don't feel comfortable about this. I think we should, you know, look further into it. She is really for that, and I appreciate that because she's not reckless. But sometimes mm-hmm. it does make things hard when you're ready to make a decision, but she's so busy trying to know everything that could potentially happen, mm-hmm. she won't make a decision. It's like, girl, come on, come on. So I mean, right. she has her moments, but this particular chick. She really got mad, and so when we read it, I said, it says right here that the documents come directly to us. I said, it doesn't say anything about anyone else handling them and putting this information in. And the point is is that they don't want to change any of these old fuck-ass processes. And I was like, none of this is my problem. They put these processes in place. They're not sustainable. They're not efficient. Things need to change. Right. It's this one lady on the job who's been here 50 years, 
I asked her, I was like, honey, is there anything, if there's anything about your process that you would change, what would you change? And mind you, she's been in the job force at this agency for 50 fucking years. Mm-hmm. 30, 30 work, and after she retired, she came back and has been working for the last 15 years. It's like, bitch, go home. <laughs> she don't know how to use Excel. She prints everything out, and we got to wait for her to do everything by hand. And I'm oh like, you guys have got to be tripping. So Every she office said has me, one. Oh, <laughs> I mean, bless her soul. She can bake her ass off, so I don't mind her coming to the cookout. But nigga, like, come on. But these reports so, do it for though. <laughs> right. Like, and, we, and then they get on my team because my team is supposed to be be generating these reports, but they have to wait for her to go through six thousand rows of data by hand. Come no. On, <laughs> like, and I'm like, I'm like, it takes forever to get a report because look at the look what kind of oh fucking process we have. Anyway, so I asked her, I was like, if there's anything you could change, what would you change? She looked at me, she was like, nothing. Wait a minute, not after 50 years of being there, are you serious? Yeah, I just looked at her, I was like, she got to go. Information has changed, technology has changed, processes have changed. Don't barely know how to use the system. And I was just like, I'm over it. I mean, when they gave her the spreadsheet, she had to print the spreadsheet out. And no. went over it row by row. She couldn't filter. She Listen, couldn't put a filter people... on it and filter oh. out and sort. She can't do It's a fucking spreadsheet, bitch. You've got to put a filter on that you would shit. You'll be surprised. You'll be surprised because on my new team, and um, I, I come from, I used to be on the data side of my company. I told you I used to be in mapping and programming, so mm-hmm. I was on the data side. So that's all we did. And then when I go over onto the other side where we're doing the project management, and they're like, I don't, can you show me how to do such and such on Excel? And I'm like, are you for real right now? Oh, how are you a like project you, manager and can't properly use Excel? I'm just like, you, you got to, we need, so I'd be like, look, just, do, 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 do. Just do this. Like, matter of fact, just move. I'll do it for you. <laughs> we'll be all day. <laughs> but, yeah, but mm, that's tragic. Like, that is tragic. It is all the tragedy, honey. <laughs> and this little heifer, she just don't get it. Um, she every time I say something, she's all like, "Well, when I did that position, you know," and she does but it like she's not in this position no more. So and don't nobody give a fuck about your fuck ass position right. opinion because she's she's nice, nasty. She smiles oh, and like, she's nice. well, I just want to say, you know, this isn't coming out right, <laughs> and you just be like. Bitch, every time uh, she talk, I'll be like, shut the fuck up. I just want to punch her in her face so yeah, hard. Yeah, you got to shut that hole down every single chance I you am. Get. I'm about to shut that bitch the fuck down. I'm like, I'm not having it because I was like, I've dealt with your kind since I've right. been here. And you're, you know, you are not slick by reminding everyone that you did my job before. And then right. using it to try to question my judgment or what I'm doing. Unacceptable. Right. If, and the next time she says, well, I did it, I'll be like, do you want to do it again? Like, you want your job back? <laughs> I'm going to ask her that. And I want everybody to look at me. I, and I dare. And they're going to. Say, they're going to be like. <gasps> good, good, good. I will tell you all about it. I'm like, girl, you want your job back or something? Because you love bringing it up. Right. You but, love talking about let, how you. Now you used to do this job and how and and I and I'm like well you know it's interesting I mean I'm just gonna point out like yeah you did this five you used to do this job and look at it still is an issue today maybe you should shut right. the fuck up about it 
It's still in the exact same place it was when you were here. Interesting. So. I'm like, interesting how nothing has changed. Maybe you and should come exactly back and do this job. And that's exactly what I would say. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a oh, oh, she's going to catch it. Yeah. Because she sent that email, and I was like, that's not what it needs. I was like, what the hell is she? Like, she sent the email and was sitting, like, at the little office, like, right outside my cubicle. I was like, if she want to hear me sit in my cubicle and talk shit about her in this email, I will do just that. You don't know what you're talking about. So I responded. I, I was the only person that do that. Um, I'll be like, when my, I get an email, cubicle. and I'll be like, you're wrong. You're wrong. Right. <laughs> no. I was like, wrong, wrong. That's not what it says. Goodbye. Let's turn off. I'm focused on something now, so I answer her. And then when I answer, I was like, you know, I just wanted to say that I saw the email and da da da. And then right. I like it actually says. I mean, I was very professional and very nice with my response, but I I wanted to put her in her entire bag of feelings. Cause bitch, fuck you. Shut right. the fuck up. Jesus. Concentrate on what it is that you do at this. And I was pissed because I run the marketing team as well. And when they were talking about they want to do search engine optimization and they wanted to change some of the language and some of the course descriptions so they'll be more searchable on the web Mm -hmm. so that we can, you know, do broader outreach for the audiences, Mm -hmm. she pipes up, well, my courses don't need that. And I was like, bitch, how the fuck do you know? Right. That's not even, you don't even go here. I can't stand it. It's like anything that I propose or we do, it's like a no. Like, well, we tried that, and it was a lot. And I'm well, like. let's try it again. Yeah, and we're going to try it again. Happens. Yeah, this time we're going to try it again, and we're going to keep working until we finish it. I'm like, you, bitch. Right. And, and and mind you, she got a fucking promotion. And that's what I'm talking about. So, like, and you, you still, still work about it. Go thing. on. Like, you didn't solve a goddamn thing in this position, and they promoted you. Goodbye, bitch. It must be nice to be white and mediocre. Meaty fucking ochre. Girl, and it was like, and she's terrible because she, like, so many contractors, they can't deal with her. And she was rude to my one contractor, and he was just trying to do his damn job. And she just kept nitpicking at his stuff. And I just was like. Somebody just need to go off on her one good time. Well, it's one black lady in the office. The lady who be bowling all the time, I told you about her. She was walking around <laughs> yeah. with a little bowling wrist joint on. <laughs> yeah. So she tried to get up on her, but that lady, she was like, nah. She looked at her like, I will fuck you up out here. <laughs> and she tried to say, like, you know, she felt threatened by her. But I think the the good thing, though, was that the core over her contract was black. And so she just kind of looked at her like, well, you need to just stay out of her way then. Right. Don't nobody give a you fuck about your alone. white ass Leave all of us alone. Leave everybody the fuck alone, bitch. Then you won't have to worry. You don't have to be scared. Right. Girl. Uh. But she just, yeah, just. She was not. She was in her feelings about me. And so when I saw her, normally I'm like, good morning. How are you? And I just noticed, like, she kind of looked at me funny. So now when I see her, I don't speak to her either. And then she got her feelings about that. And I was like, this is what I can't stand about you punk-ass, passive-aggressive white bitches in the office. (laughs) And not to say that, you know, like, all white women are like that, but the ones in the office who act this way, they dish it, but they can't take it. That's what I don't like. Right. It's it's some cool white people in my office. They're very they're very cool. I mean, granted, I'm pretty sure they think what they think and they code switch like shit with their racist asses, but they know how to be cool. Right. This broad likes to pluck and then looks crazy when someone says, I, I, you're plucking, I notice you're plucking. Stop plucking before I pluck back. Sean, I ask 
I don't like her kind. And I was like, and that's the part that she's not going to like it when I tell her, I know you're kind. I've been mm-hmm. dealing with your kind since I got here. You bitches ain't slick. And that last white lady, I cussed the fuck out. I told her, I said, the only thing stopped me from spitting in your face is the fact I got to pay my motherfucking mortgage. But I cursed her out something terrible. And I made sure I did it in front of my supervisor. Because I was like, if I do it for my supervisor, I won't put my hands on her. But I cussed right. her out up and down. I did. And he was just like, you can't talk to people that way in the office. I said, I'm over her. And he was, and, I, and I told him, I was like, you know, she's just, you know, her behavior and da-da-da. I was like, it's unacceptable. And he was like, why couldn't you say it like that? I was like, because I didn't Because they don't to. understand. And they don't understand when we're like, they don't, they do not get it when we're nice and when we're calm. They, they, they don't get it until we elevate our voices. And then once we elevate our voices, they get it, but now they're scared. And if you just listen the first fucking time, you, you'd be all right. Mm-hmm. And it's, they just, there's something wrong with them. I do believe I that. I know I believe racism is a mental illness, and I believe that yeah. um, privilege is a is a mental illness as well. I think they all. I think it's something wrong with them. Low key, the ones mm-hmm. who refuse to acknowledge this shit or act like they got some fucking sense or yeah. treat people differently than they would pe- other people because they're not white. Oh no 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 no. Yeah. It's something wrong with them, and it's something wrong with her. And I'm like, whatever her problem is, I need her to know. I don't need you. I know how to do my job. My boss supports me, so you can stay the fuck mad. But the reality right. is, you did this job five years ago and did nothing because now I'm still here dealing with this shit you were supposed to deal with. And get she got face. the promotion, so right. yeah, get the hell out of my face. Here. I don't need you here. I don't need your opinion. Get out of my face. Like she's always got something to say. Well, um, like, and you just be looking like, shut the fuck. Up, like, uh-huh. ugh. And then she puts all this stuff into it, and then you know, and sometimes my boss being cautious, she's like, well, can you look into that? And I just look at her like, we don't need to look into that shit. All right. She just throwing that <laughs> shit out there, like, like she just throwing shit out there because it's like an extra step. Well, guess what, bitch? I'm gonna take that goddamn step because of what the fuck I gotta do. And that's the thing. Know, a lot of right. times in the office, I notice what they do is they cut corners. They don't mm-hmm. want to do things the right way. Mm-hmm. And it's like they complain about how long things take, but it's like, listen, if you do it the right way, then you'll be okay. But they cut corners, and then when shit starts to fall apart and unravel, they call in some. They call in the person of color to come and clean it up. Of course. And then give That's you a hard point. time because you're actually doing it the way it was supposed to be, do it, be done in the right. first goddamn place. When you could have been proactive from the beginning. From the beginning. It's like you put all this stuff together because y'all did what was going to be easily put through and easily accepted and didn't think this shit through. Well, guess what? Our our, our, process, our things, things have changed, not only in our industry, and now our processes need to be updated to reflect that. And right mm-hmm. now we're not efficient. And I pointed out, I have my, my teams put together documents and paperwork, and I presented to them, and they talk all around it until you're just exhausted. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, you know what? I don't want to hear her opinion on a damn thing. Because if you knew fucking better, bitch, we wouldn't be in this position. Because you had this job and you didn't do shit. Right. Kiss my black ass. The blackest part. Underneath the crease. (laughs) On a a sweaty summer day, too. (laughs) On a day you didn't wear no powder. (laughs) Okay. 
I'm over it. <laughs> oh, well, it. I got a story that I think you're going to find funny. Oh, God. Okay, I'm ready. All right. So our friends over at uh, one of the Good Guys podcast sent us a plug story. Oh, yeah. So, hey, Good Guys podcast. Yes. So, okay, he, he warned us, and he says, um, excuse my grammar and misspellings. So if I sound a little slow in the reading, trust me, I'm educated, okay? It's not me. So (laughs) he says, okay, so my plug for a time, wait, okay. So my plug for a time was my old white childhood friend, Gunner. So I hit him up around 9 p.m. He told me to come through around 11. So I make my way to his new apartment. It was mad nice. I was kind of proud of him. We get to talking about old times, but I'm really just trying to get this bud and go. So he told me he was out of loud, but he can go pick some up. I should have knew from there something was off, so he leaves. Your boy is gone for a smooth 40 minutes, so then the door Uh-oh. opens. It's a short Hispanic girl. She looks at me puzzled. She asks, where is Gunner? I told her, and she hits me with a real-life WeeBay gift. She says, so... <laughs> I know the reference. I get it. That's why it's funny to me. Go ahead. (laughs) No shade. From the is this from the wire or is from okay? (laughs) (laughs) At least I know Weebay. I could have said Weeby, but (laughs) (laughs) she says so. Gunner left my son with a fucking stranger. I had no idea her kid was there. Before I got away, oh. she was cussing me out in two different languages. Then she kicked me out. So I wasted gas and $100 that day, shaking my head. So <laughs> she ran off. The plug ran off on you twice. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. I. How do you not know the kid was in there, bruh? What? I'm... <laughs> Why, why you ain't go with him? Like why? Y'all got to do well, that. How he leave out? It's, oh God, people! Yeah, she right to cuss everybody the fuck out because everybody, every damn body. It was like, what? The, who does that? <laughs> and wait a minute, my question. So you know where Gunner lives at? Why you ain't wait outside, or why you ain't go back and get your loud like a hundred dollars? You had it like that. Oh, we could just waste a hundred, man. Listen, <laughs> I need answers. She walked in like, "Who the fuck are you, and why are you in here?" Right. She wasn't playing. I think I would have just whooped her ass from the beginning. Like, why are you in my house right now? Absolutely. <laughs> That's a legit question. Like, what are you right. doing here and why? Like, we don't even need to talk. I just need to whoop your ass because you don't need to be here. How uh, did you get, get here? Nobody's, Nobody's supposed to be here. But and my baby. <laughs> I found that loud pack under <laughs> the chair. Nigga. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> uh, do better next time, good guys, I guess. 
don't let these motherfuckers have you set up in these streets about to get right. shot the fuck up by some Hispanic chick walking in talking about where's her mijo. Like, don't do that. <laughs> Adios mijo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, you are there like I caramba. <laughs> hey, like, okay? <laughs> what the fuck? I can't look. I would have felt some type of way. Yeah, I would have too. I would oh. have too. Like, I would have just went straight to whipping his ass. I don't need to talk to you. You should be here. Like, I don't have nothing to say to none of y'all on site, though. Right. On site. We went on site, all you niggas. We just like come up in there, walk in the house, and there's somebody sitting up in there. The fuck for why? Right. In my house where uh, I pay the bills. I wish I would. And I would have felt some type of way because I'd have been like, nigga, you set me up. Like, what if she rolled up in there with her partners? Right. You know, not by herself. And then what? Uh, and then too what? Much. Too much. Don't and do that anymore. Okay. And I'll be giving them your money. so many things. Anyway, how are you so giving them the money for you get the anyway? Okay. Right. <laughs> that's a, that's well. Did we cover that in plug protocol? Because I don't you don't think we give did. them any money. And I'm not giving you a dime. No, especially and then you got to leave to go get it. Right. Oh. So, oh. Uh-huh. Yep. Okay. Good guys. Next time, call me so um I can walk you through this. <laughs> No me. Yeah, that was a no no. So, did you listen to Black Beatles? Okay, I started and then I was like, okay, this isn't for me. I can't. Oh I can't do this. my god! I did get to the no me part though, but I. <laughs> I love that song. I love Ray Shrimmer. I love those I little boys. Too. I cannot I too, not stop listening to them. Drama, I can't do it. I just can't do that song. I mean, but the girl is a real crowd pleaser. I just can't. I just, it wasn't. No, me. It was giving me, it was giving me a headache. <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> I love them. You youngest got to, got to switch up your music. I mean, mm-mm. I, I mean, melodies and words. <laughs> but for, for them to be youngins, though, like, to me, they are one of the better ones. Like, they, a lot of. They, I mean, yeah, they're. I'll say if I was into the club scene like I used to be when I was younger, if if say if Ray Schremer remember, was out when I was in the club scene, then I think I would have I would have enjoyed them more. But like mm-hmm. some of their songs I listen to when I'm at the gym and I get my life. Oh yes, I live for those little boys. They are they are they yeah. they do it for me. But mm-hmm. you know they're the only younger generation kids I've. I've I tolerate. They're what? They're the only kids that I tolerate. Uh, yeah. As far as like this generation goes. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. I can't do it. But I can't do that song either. So. So I like it. No me. (laughs) (laughs) So, speaking of Hispanics. What what's going on with these uh Latino people acting like white people? Oh boy. Okay, so you know there's a difference between Hispanics and Latinos, right? Yeah, but they're all the same. Oh no. <laughs> Jesus 
Christ. Ignorant bars. Okay. So Hispanics are from, uh, to my understanding, Hispanic, Spain. Okay. The European country over in Europe, Spain, Espanol. Um, Those are Hispanics. And Mm -hmm. they, um, there's an article and it's saying more Hispanics declaring themselves white via the census data. And we kind of already knew if you fill out a job application and they ask you, you know, if you are Latin, if you're um, Hispanic, European, or Hispanic, Latino, Latina, they ask mm-hmm. that question. And, I always check um, Pacific Islanders. Sometimes I just put Asian, but, you know. <laughs> According to a new census study, more Hispanic Americans are identifying themselves as white. Okay. The data mm-hmm. was presented at an annual meeting of the Population Association of America and was reported by Pew Research. So according to the findings... 1.2 million Hispanics out of the 35 million who were identified as such in 2000 have changed their race from some other race to white in the time between 2000 and 2010. The research also notes that there are two different questions concerning race for those of Hispanic or Latino origin. One question on the census asks whether or not a respondent is Hispanic. A separate question asks about race. When given the options, black or white, it's common for Latino respondents to select some other race but recently it seems more are identifying themselves as white instead so you know you can be hispanic or latino and be black right and also white white right so Mm -hmm. they're just before they would say other now they're saying just flat out white what's more they look white (laughs) girl are you from like are you like dark as I don't know what picking white? Are you Rosie Perez? Right. Are you um, Celia Cruz? Are you Gina Torres? Why are, they, are you Christina Milian? Celia Cruz. That's that song, Carnival. Mm-hmm. Or Suavemente. Which Suavemente? You talking about the um, oh on White Club CD? I thought Suavemente was Angie Martinez, though. Girl, no. Suavemente. Suavemente. Oh, Celia. Okay. Mm, mm, mm. Okay. I was watching her, 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 um, I was watching her series on Netflix. Uh-huh. And it will piss you off because they, she was Negro. Negro as they say. Mm-hmm. And the colorism in the diaspora, it just is heartbreaking. So just like us. Um, just, just, just let me, yeah. <laughs> so they've been, you know, just, you know, identifying themselves as white instead. What's more, okay. the data may show a continuing trend of assimilation as many of those who identified as white oh. were second or third generation immigrants and also tended to have higher education levels and higher incomes. In fact, the census numbers show a rate of integration, much like waves of European immigrants such as Italian and I- Irish immigrants, making fears of Hispanic challenge in Spanish-speaking underclass increasingly unlikely. So what stuck out to me during this? is that we just elected one of the most dangerously unprepared people I've ever seen in my life. 
It's laughable. Donald Trump is so fucking unprepared. I miss George W. Bush Jr. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> I'd rather, I'd rather have George W. Bush Jr. back. That's how yeah. I feel about this. And um, it just signaled to me, like out now, listening to the people who are his chief of staff, the people he's surrounding himself with. Um, these people are documented white supremacists. Yeah. Um, his cabinet position people are fucking racist, and it just really kind of got me thinking. Like, you know what? There are a lot of people who have bought into white supremacy, meaning, mm-hmm. okay. It's easier to just be white as opposed to being who and what you are. And making progress in that. They'd rather just call it a quit. Right. This is like Italians. Oh, they are quick to tell you, I'm Italian. I'm not white. I'm Italian. But when it comes time to check a box or go for something and get a job and move ahead, oh, they're white. Mm-hmm. They're white. Mm-hmm. And for me, with all of this, like watching these videos that, the kid, the middle schoolers and high schoolers are recording while they're at school with these white children chanting, build the wall, build the wall. Yeah. I am disappointed in Hispanic people in a, in a sense. I'm very disappointed. But also for me, it just signals that more and more as African Americans, we really are the fuck on our own out here. We can't yeah. depend on anybody. But um, ourselves. We, we all we got. We we're all we got, and if you don't get it, then I can't rock with you. Right. You know, Kanye is out here talking about oh. stop focusing on race, and if I voted, I would have voted for Trump. I legit am just fucked with because I put up with a lot of shit from Kanye. But do you really like, expect better from this young lady? Like she married a white woman. She's been making, she's been selling, like, she's been. She put the Confederate the flags on those flight jackets. On, right. Like, on those <sighs> And then you want to sell clothes for three, ripped up T-shirts for $300, like your name is fucking Nordstrom's or Neiman and Sack, whatever they call it. I'm I'm poor, so I can't afford to shop there. But Neiman <laughs> uh, and Marcus, that's what they meant, Neiman and Marcus. You <laughs> with those gentrified collard greens, collard greens and tamales. Like <laughs> I'm waiting for them to make a sweet potato pie. I am going to go off. Like, I'm gonna burn it down. I say we. But I just don't. I don't expect much from Kanye. I really don't. Since he lost this his mother, this is why. And this is exactly why Jay don't let Blue play with him and his his motherfucking exactly. kids. Like y'all know exactly. y'all like them y'all color struck motherfuckers. Hell no. This is why Jay cut ties. You know what I mean? Like he started separating himself from stuff. Like Jay saw it before we saw it. Imagine oh, yeah. the conversations they had behind doors. We only know what Kanye and Kim are saying in public, but imagine the conversations behind doors. Imagine, and then you know that they say really, like, I really do believe, like, to them having mixed children is an aesthetic. Like, of course, I don't believe, I like, it's an aesthetic. Know women who purposely had children with men outside of their races because they bought into that lighter skin, good hair. True, and I've 
had conversations with black men who were darker than me, and they looked me dead in my eye and was like, my child has to, like, I can't see myself, you know, being with a black woman because my children need to be light. Like, and I remember I was talking to this boy, and he was like, y'all get shitted on. Like, I can't have that. And I was like, wait a minute. So you know people You could help us terrible. not, though. You, but instead of doing something about it, your goal, your solution is to marry a light-skinned woman or a white woman of you another ethnicity so you don't give birth to dark-skinned daughters. Okay. Yes. So, it, you, so when you have... When you see dudes with, with women outside of their race, it's unfortunate, it's fucked up, but you know deep down, like, they don't really love them. It's about the aesthetic, the look yeah. of how the children are going to look. Like, it's like... It, or because they don't want to have black children like i mean and unfortunately because black men have said this to me in my face mm-hmm. it, this has been my experience as to why um it's never about love yeah it's like i got the job i got the money now give me a white woman and i'm and there have like and, and it even right I've read articles where um, black men were giving Eartha Kitt hell for dating white men, and she was like, none of these black men that you see out here have done anything for me. She was Mm -hmm. like Sidney Poitier, Harry Belafonte, her counterparts at the time. She was like, they're all with white women. And -hmm. she was like, Harry Belafonte said, he was like, a black woman can't help me do anything in life. And it's been something that has been said by black men for generations. If yeah. you want to move for, further in life and move up, you have to get a white woman. You can't stay with a black woman. Well, and you call your nigger, don't come running back. Don't, don't, don't. And it's disheartening in a sense because given the way things are and the way things are going, all I see is more people aligning themselves, more people of color aligning themselves with white supremacy. But getting and their feelings they're hurt. weak, they're weak, and, and they're going to be called out. And they are, but when they're not accepted because they're too fucking brown, I have nothing for you. Right. I ain't got nothing for you because pre nine eleven, a lot of Muslim people were running around the city, not picking us up in cabs. They weren't, you know, trying to associate with black people. Mm-hmm. But the minute them planes flew through buildings, all of a sudden, you know, they're looking all shocked and stupid at how the white people act towards them. I ain't got nothing for you. Yeah, um, I don't, no. Um, the Asians, who are the model minorities. Oh, they started most to get white it now. People, oh, most <laughs> white people can't tell the difference between a Cambodian, a Korean, or a Japanese person? Yeah, mm-hmm. I ain't got nothing for you. I ain't got Not nothing, nothing for you, okay? Um, but I still need to fill in, though. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not going to them at all. No, oh. see, this is Oh, no, I'm done with everybody. The 13% of black men who actually voted for Donald Trump? Yeah, let me tell you niggas a thing, too. (laughs) As far as I'm concerned, because I've heard a lot of black men talk about we need to get together and we need to build our communities and blah, 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 blah. And Mm -hmm. we start reaching out to black people who got black on. And so I was like, okay, you all talk all this black on this and black on that. Well, let's talk about the images that the media portray about African-American men. Let's talk mm-hmm. about, you know, some of the people who are African-American and hold positions in media who can do something about this. Right. So you mean to tell me you're ready to work with Tyler Perry? Well, no, 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 no. Okay, wait a minute. Hold up. You're not ready to work with Tyler Perry, but you're ready to do some type of black liberation pull together, but you're going to exclude Tyler Perry for what? That motherfucker. Because he wears a dress. Like what you think because... about him. 
But despite all that shit, he owns his own fucking studio. He doesn't yeah. have. He has a deal with Lionsgate. But if Tyler Perry wants to put out a movie and a TV show, he can do that shit without Lionsgate. Yeah. Something that even though Spike Lee took his bougie ass to college to learn with the degrees, he don't own no fucking studios. He's still waiting for the studios to pay him to make these fucking movies. Spike, but y'all don't want to work with him. Let me tell you something. As far as I'm concerned, if you're black and you're not for the betterment of all black people across the board, I don't fuck with you like that. And that includes if you're not for gay black men, if you're not for women or anybody who's black and you're not willing to work with your people in a genuine fashion, you're on your own. Because let me tell you something, I, the LBGT community, oh, they've got DeRay. Black mm-hmm. women, we got each other. We know mm-hmm. how to organize in March. If you niggas ain't trying to get it together, I'm not marching for your asses. Let me tell you something. You 13% of black men who voted for Donald Trump, you so much as catch a hangnail. Don't look at me like I'm supposed to be out in the streets for your ass because I'm not. You voted for Donald Trump. Wait for that white man to come save your ass. I want to make sure my numbers right. We are, black people are 11% of the population mm-hmm. in total, and then 13% of y'all niggas want to vote for Trump. I got it. Okay. So 84% of African-American men voted for Hillary Clinton. Ninety-six percent of African American women voted for Hillary Clinton, and you know it's fucked up. And there's another thing. My and oh, and, and white women. Fifty-three percent of white women voted for Donald Trump. Like I'm looking at these numbers, and I'm like, what? You know, that's and that, a part of me is shit. like, a part of me when, was like, what could it be? Like, what? What to you? A like. Oh, okay, so I know it's I, the burden I of white women. I knew white so, women were going to come through for Hillary. I was like, right. Amy Poehler and Tina Fey are going to be insufferable, but God damn it, they're going to vote for her, and I'm going to let them bitches cook. But no. But I, and I, I thought, like, okay, I, I just knew it in my heart. Okay, all these white women is going to vote for Hillary. But then when they're like, no, 50, 53% of white women, suburban white women, voted for Trump. And I'm like, why? What could it have been? What did he say? And all I can think is men, like their husbands. They just uh, align themselves with their husbands. We've always known. As far as I'm concerned, white women can no longer say that they're feminist. You can no longer huh? say you're a feminist. You can no longer say that you're about equality because you're not. At the end of the fucking day, you are about white supremacy and upholding mm-hmm. white supremacy. Mm-hmm. Period. Period. That's what that shit was about. Oh, no, 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 no. And I was like, that's fucked up. But at the same time, low-key, I feel like, in a way, Hillary reaped what she sold. Because you remember in 2008, she said, working-class white men are not going to vote for Obama. And guess what? In 2016, working-class white white men didn't vote for her white ass either. Yeah. So look, she was she was oh she was okay with that wink and a nod toward racism to get herself ahead when she was right. campaigning against Obama. But now look at it coming back to bite her in her fucking ass, and I don't feel that sorry for her. I think it's right. fucked up what they did. I think it's low down. And I'm sorry if white women will do that to Hillary. What the fuck would they do to you? Right. My mind is like I still cannot wrap my mind around this shit. Like. They really like. I felt like all the police killings of black men were a message that white supremacists were sending. Like, I don't care if that nigga's in the White House, you niggas still gonna catch it at the state and local level, and we still gonna mm-hmm. kill you and get away with it. I felt mm-hmm. like that's what that was saying. But this right here is something way more sinister because under Obama, white people still had the most income. They did not lose anything. Right. At all. And it's like, so 
what was he? What did he do that was so bad? But they can't name anything. They can't. Black. Yeah, they can't name anything because we ask, what what exactly did he do or did he not do? You know what I mean? And it's like unemployment unemployment rate went down, gas prices went down, mm-hmm. pulled us out of this fucking recession. Like I don't, I don't know what else could he fucking kill. Osama bin Laden, like, well, he didn't himself, but under his command. He so got Osama bin, my, Osama right. bin Laden, my nigga. Like, what else do y'all want from him? I just don't. What else could he do for you? What? How are you impacted at all by what he has or hasn't? But you still have a name, what he has or hasn't done. Because mm-hmm. you can't. They can't articulate it. Because he didn't do anything wrong. He was a decent goddamn man. A decent fucking president. And he took your bullshit. And he didn't didn't come back. And that's the part that got me. It's like, I felt, I I was like, I can't wait till he gets out. And not because he's not a good president. Because I'm Mm. tired of other people's bullshit and him just sitting there taking it. And I know, you you know, you got to watch what you're saying. You got to be, you know what I mean? Like, you just got to be, you got to play the game. I get Mm. that. But I just want him one good freaking time to give them a piece of his mind. Like, now you got him fucking training someone who's inadequate, who gave him hell. Do you understand the type of bullshit that is? This man tormented him for eight years about him not being born here, about him not being qualified, and now you have to teach him how to do the job that he just got hired to do. And he doesn't even know how to fucking do it. He didn't even know he had to hire people to assist him. He thought mm. it was a package deal. Let me tell you something. The only thing that gives me solace is the fact that when he fucks up and he's going to fuck up. Oh, he's going to fuck up bad. Oh, he's, it's going to be terrible. Oh, yes. That all that poor white trash. Oh, mm-hmm. the Pull, pull, and he's pull already out. reneging. He's already reneging on a lot of stuff that he told you he was going to do for y'all. He's all, he can't do it. Because he can't. Because it don't work that way. It, he cannot do it. And it's if like, it was that easy, a lot of other presidents would have did it, y'all. Right. There are checks and balances. For this specific reason. <laughs> like, this is why we have checks and balances, people. And... It's just, I don't know what to do. All I I know is I made up my mind that I am not spending my money. I'm not spending a dime outside of my community anymore. Motherfuck every last one of them. There are people who, there are other people of color. And I I love people of color, but but most importantly, I love people of color who love me. And I know right. a lot of people of color have been real comfortable cozying up to white people and saying all kinds of fucked up shit about black people and not fucking mm-hmm. with us. Well, let me mm-hmm. tell you something. I know who you are. I know what you're about. I'm not. I'm not spending any money. That hip hop chicken and fish that they keep they keep popping up. I don't spend my money over there. What is a hip hop chicken and fish? They got hip hop chicken and fish. Okay, so what's this? Is that about white people? people? So when I go in there, most of the people in there are like Arab, right? So I asked the man, I was like, you like hip-hop music? Like, why, why'd you, what made you decide to open it? It's a franchise, you know. 
So he was mm-hmm. like, no, I don't listen to rap. And I was like, you don't listen to rap, but you own a hip-hop chicken. But you own a like, hip-hop chicken. Name, it's a title. You know, I'm just here. I ain't know. I'm not. I stopped oh, going in. You didn't know exactly what the fuck he was doing because you know that black people spend their dollars. You know that much. So you know that we fucking love hip-hop and chicken and that we like to spend our money. So you looked at this as a cash cow. That's what it is. You had no vested interest in us. Right. Oh, so I stopped going there. I don't go there no more. Um, if it's black owned, I'm going there. And Ugh. um, like I'm no like uh, I'm I'm about to start painting my nails myself again. Lisa Ling is on the shelf. I love her dearly. She can lay some jail. I'm not giving her my money <laughs> because when I was little, when I was younger, and I was like 15, 16, and I was trying to find a job, and I would go to like the corner store, the beauty supply store, like places that I could get to within walking distance. And mm-hmm. I was looking for a job, and it would be all owned by them. And they mm-hmm. used to tell me back in the 90s, we know hire black. Wow. And they used to say that shit. They used to say it just like that, like, oh, I'm looking for a job. Are you hiring? Or can I give you my resume? They'd be like, oh, no, we know hire black. And they would say that wow. until one, they said it to the wrong nigga, and they got shot in the face for it. And that's when they changed <laughs> it from saying we don't hire black to this is a family-owned business. We only hire family. Well, I'm not spending my money in there no more. There's a beauty supply store that's owned by a black man. I go out of my way to go to that beauty supply store. Yeah, we found store. one out here because um, we, um, we were going, I've been going to this one beauty supply store out here forever. And, like, I never had any issues with him. He's a nice little, you know, Oreo into man. And one day I went there, and I had my big purse. And he kept following me around the store. And I'm like, and you know how often I switch my hair up, so I'm in there all the time. And so I'm mm-hmm. like, this nigga is really following me right now. Like, he he really is following me. So I was like, you know what? I'm not coming back here no more. And so last, like, week before last, I needed to go get some hair products. And we just happened to see this one over by our restaurant we ate at. And we went in, and it was a black lady. And she not only was she the owner of the beauty supply store, but she knew about hair. So that's a plus. Because I was in there asking her questions. And she's like, no, this is what you want to get because it does this and it does that. Like, she knows about her product, whereas these, you know, these Asian people, they're just selling it. They don't know anything about it. They don't know how it works in our hair. They don't know the benefits of these things. They just know it sells. Mm, mm, mm. So I'm glad I found me a black-owned business. She invested in me, and I invest in her. Right. And then, like, I know, um, like, a couple people I know, they're starting to do their own um, cooking. Mm -hmm. And I'm about to start buying plates from them. I'm about to start buying food from them. I'm not going to any restaurants. I'm not. I'm not going to your restaurant. I'm not going to your buffet with your nasty MSG sweet potatoes. You can't make chitlins right. I'm not going and buying none of that shit. I've been stopped buying food from out of there for a long time ago because it's not yeah. quality food anyway. But um, I'm not doing it anymore. And if you're black and you subscribe to white supremacy. I'm not lifting a finger for you. That's just like I'm like people kept saying over and over again, Bernie this and Bernie that. Bernie is all like, well, if, if Trump is the balls to stand up against corporations, he's got a, a friend in me. And I'm like, nigga, he does his path. His people don't like Jews. You're a Jew. Bernie, what are you doing? Bernie like, just wants to be in. Bernie ain't shit. And it's like a lot of Dems are, a lot of the Dems are capitulating. I'm like, where is the fight? You guys are about there to roll no over and let this shit happen? Because they don't care. Mm. And if this mm. don't show you, then I don't know I don't know what to tell anybody. 
me tell you something. I'm over it. I'm not fucking with anybody that don't fuck with me. Right. And that's for real. Like, mm-mm. no, I'm not spending my money in your community. I'm not going to your community. I'm not, mm-mm. no, I'm not. I'm just going to go to the grocery store. I'm going to cook and eat at home, and that's mm-hmm. it. And if you're a black entertainer and you're not standing up explicitly saying Black Lives Matter and you you're ready to, you ain't getting my money either. I'm not watching you in shit. Wanda mm-hmm. Sykes, fuck that bitch. Anybody else? No, just Kanye, I thought she, um, I thought she cut people out when they booed her. Fuck that bitch. Because she was in the um, video with Amy Schumer with that Formation parody. And what? Yeah, See, I don't know because I didn't watch been, it. She'd been straddling the line for a minute. And I just had to say fuck her. I said oh, fuck yeah. her. I mean, I sighed at her. I'm, I can't get into why I sighed at her, but I just don't know. Fuck her. Uh, uh, well, she said, fuck you, Wanda. I don't know what to tell you, sir. Fuck her. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> and the funny well. part, Paul Ryan's up here talking about, we just passed the bill to block President Obama from issuing any new regulations in the final days of his presidency, but all he has to do is veto it. I'm sick and tired of these stupid-ass people. Right. I'm done. Like, you passed, but what happened to the jobs bill? Why wouldn't you want him to pass any? Oh, my goodness. Anyway, like I said. And that's sometimes I'll just be like, is it, like, is, am I in a dream? Is this an inception? Like, cause this can't be real. Like, where is my little, I need, like, a little spinning top or something, because like, this can't be real life. It just can't be. I never thought that I would. I felt. I never thought I would be seeing something like this. Like, of course, Honestly, we all knew. We all knew this is what people talk about behind closed doors. This is what they talk about behind their backs. We we know that. It was never a surprise to us. But now it's like they just don't care anymore. Like the hoods are off. They just want to. Ha- they just want to be able to be out in the open with it. Yeah. And it's it's sad because I did not care for Hillary. I didn't want to vote for Hillary. I didn't like Hillary. Mm-hmm. I was over her. But it was the right thing to do. Right. Not for myself, but for everyone. Right. It was the right thing to do. And I sucked it up, and I voted for her. And I'm tired of being the only human being with fucking human decency on this right. planet. I'm tired right. of that. They've shown time and time again they have no human decency. They don't care about what we're experiencing. They're not sorry that we went through what we went through. They mm-hmm. only want to hold on to their privilege. That's all they care about. And if that means they have to destroy everybody else to get it, that's what they're willing to do. This is how far they're willing to go. What we're dealing with, what we're up against here is a mindset mm-hmm. that cannot be changed. It can't be reasoned with. It can't be bought. And unfortunately, somebody's going to have to come in and do to them what they've been doing to us. And that's right. the only way it's going to make sense. And it's fucked up, but that's how I see it. Like, it's not going to get better. But I have to really work on my faith and to keep remain hopeful. If I feel like they, they, our hope was attacked. Like, our hope, our dreams for a better day was under attack. Like, no, you're never going to have it. 
as long right. as we have something to say about it. And that's how I felt. And yeah. I really was down. Oh, I was too. You know, I cried. I, <laughs> I cried. I was, like, I was just like, well, how, how am I, first off, how am I supposed to tell my daughter, how am I supposed to show her how to navigate through this life? She's never had to face racism whatsoever. She's a dark-skinned little girl in a white community. How am I supposed to show her how to navigate through this? I don't know. I I don't know. I mean, my daughter was like, you can't let Donald Trump be president. You have to vote. You have to make sure that he doesn't get it. And I just looked at her like, girl, I know he's not going to be president. Ain't nobody going to vote for him. Like, girl, you worried about nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. All the kids are worried. All of them. And I feel bad for them because, like, they legit, the guy was talking about a, a registry for Muslims. And I yeah. feel fucked up because I also know that there are anti-black sentiments in the Muslim community. Mm-hmm. They call us, what do they call us, thieves? They've oh, enslaved God. us in other parts of the world. They don't rock with us like that. And Nobody I feel sorry fucks for with us like that. We don't even fuck with us like that. It's sad. <laughs> All right, I feel sorry for them and what you know they're about to experience, but I, I Charles got watch. Sit back and watch. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to tell them. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what to say, boo boo. Yeah, just say less. We been trying to tell y'all why people was fucked up, but we right. lazy. We ain't want to work for nothing. We just want something and blah blah blah. And oh oh, I just and and deep down I just want them to cut all the welfare. Low well. key, I just want them to cut it. <laughs> I do. I want them to cut welfare like they've been saying they need to. Yeah. I want them to cut it. They're going to cry. I mean that. They're going to cry. They're going to cry. Oh, they're going to cry. Oh, yeah, they're going to cry. But they're not going to understand. Like, I was watching, they were talking about this county in West Virginia, like one of the poorest counties mm-hmm. in West Virginia, and how everyone has been re- voting Republican. For years. In this county? And in this county. It's heavily Republican. And poor and like shit. The poorest. So, um what they were saying was they were trying to figure out how did they convince them to vote Republican. Well they were showing the drug. No, they were showing how they um showed a a clip of Hillary Clinton that was taken out of context. Hillary was like, we're going to get rid of all the coal. Oh, and that's their main source of employment. Right, that's this coal country, it's coal mining country. So they was like, it took it out of context. She said, no, we're going to revive the industry and bring jobs back by looking into clean, renewable sources and alternatives to coal. Mm -hmm. But, But, you know, coal is dirty and filthy and no. No one's been able to really. They've been de, they've been regulating it heavily and getting it out of there for years, and now they, coal isn't coming back because now they have fracking, which is environmentally mm-hmm. unsafe, and I'm totally against. Right. But it's cleaner than coal, so they're like, no, we have fracking. So they got all them people down in West Virginia convinced that Donald Trump is going to bring the coal mine industry back, and they're going to get all their coal mining jobs back. In reality, they're not. Right. It's not going to happen. It ain't going to happen. And here you are giving this man your vote, 
and once again, and, and it's always the, the poorest of the poor mm-hmm. down in Mississippi, Kentucky. It's like y'all have, they haven't noticed yet. Like you continue, you consistently vote Republican and you've consistently declined year after year after year. Donald That's Trump insane. embodies everything, everything that you don't want or need. He's the greedy man who took your jobs in the first place and shipped it overseas because he can make more money over there. Right. And not have to pay your asses for it. Right. He could pay some little kid to do it for a penny. Right. And it's like, but they vote. It's like you can't, like, this is who. (sighs) This is who, this is who they voted for. This is what they wanted. Right. Let them have it. Let them let them have it. And they'll yeah. see. They'll see. Because, like I said, he's already been reneging on a lot of the stuff he was already talking about because he can't do it. And so they'll see it. If they Even they'll if they don't, I don't give a shit. I'm over it. Right. I'm done. I'm only worried about myself. And That's it. That's it. It's like I, I, and I hate to be that way, but it's like, young, if you're not black and in formation, like this is something that I do believe they've been preparing for for years. Yeah, and Beyonce tried to warn us. She said, "Get information," and we thought she was just singing a song. But no, she was like, "For real, get your shit together. Get your house in order if it ain't already. If you black, right. make amends. Make yeah. amends with other black people because you gonna need them. We're so forgiven." Yeah. We, we too forgiven. That's the point. Like, why are we so goddamn forgiving? That part. That part. Like, but yeah, yeah. fuck all of them. <laughs> fuck all of I them. just was, I just was just really disappointed from what I've seen, and yeah. um, it's all disappointing. Yeah, this is getting a little sad for me. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> It's a, little, it's a little heavy in the chest. <laughs> Sorry, honey. So, did you see Genuine's pony pics? No, because I don't. I'm not interested. <laughs> no, that dick was pretty. So here's the I thing. Guess. They're nasty. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so <laughs> bars. <laughs> back because that was about to be really <laughs> but um so genuine's dick pics leaked this week if you haven't seen mm-hmm. it um scour the internet to find it or what have you or don't don't be a don't be a creepy me creepster i mean it's really pretty or whatever but um yeah they leaked and um we looked and uh, then, you know, someone kind of brought it to our attention and was like, wait a minute, if you leak a woman's nudes, it's against the law, you can go to jail, blah, blah, blah. So whoever leaked Genuine's nudes needs to go to jail. Mm-hmm. And I agree. I agree, too. Yeah, I'm not here for too. any type of um, revenge porn under any circumstances. It's not cool. You know, it's... I don't understand yeah. why women, why men... How can I explain? They, like, they're just, it's just, just deal with it. You're a man, just deal with it. It's like, men get assaulted, they get sexually assaulted and raped, 
they they have stuff like this happen to them, just like women do, and they're just expected to just get over it. But you are out here complaining about street harassment. Why can't they complain too? Oh, listen, I'm for it. Like, listen, you if some if you have access to someone's nudes or whatever, yeah, you don't have the right to make it public. And if you no. do, there should be consequences. Absolutely. And uh, I'm here for all of that. But he was a pretty dick. That's what I'm saying. You know what? I don't have time today. <laughs> That's fine. But what did Soleil say? Because, like... I don't think she tripping. They divorced. Cheating? Or they divorced. Oh, they did? Mm, they not together no more. I know. Oh, my God. Girl, they not together no more. I know. Is it because she got fat? Is it, you bitch? <laughs> <laughs> he don't got his stripper body no more. I'm just oh, saying. No. That's why Timberland didn't want to work with him because he got a little chubby. I'm just, hey. Can I just say that? that... <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, you don't make no sense, that. right? Because you like, you be like, Timberland, for real, bro. Like, um, you're not, not the skinniest no model on the walkway. But... <laughs> Uh, but that's what I heard. <laughs> I heard that Timberland would not work with Genuine anymore because Genuine had gained weight. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. It's no longer it. a sex symbol. But I'm so anxious to drop these bars. <laughs> <laughs> It say something really problematic till I'm so anxious. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm not going to say it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> take a swallow of my juice, my water. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't I think that's fucked up. I don't like that. And I don't like that men are just supposed to just get over stuff. Like, the niggas got feelings, too, and shit, or whatever. Men got feelings, too. It's true. It's true. Yeah. They do. Even though they get on our nerves, like, still. <laughs> you know. They're human sometimes. Yeah. Oh. Hello? Okay. Anyway. Okay. So, um, double down on your ignorant bar. Nope. You said I didn't. I said I did not. Oh, good. (laughs) Good. So, did you watch Queen Sugar? I did. Now I fell asleep on some of it. Oh my goodness. Okay. Mama be working. I work hard, girl, okay? I don't know. I get it. So, our favorite <laughs> little guy, Blue. <laughs> I love that little boy. He was getting bullied, and I didn't like it. And so Darla was mm-hmm. like, listen, you beat that boy's ass. And if yep. you can't beat him, you pick up something and you hit him. And you better not come home crying, or I'm going to beat your ass, and I'm going to send you out there and beat his ass again. You know, she, she gave him the regular black mama talk. You know, the, you know, the same talk we got. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't come, like if you beat their ass or whatever, you come home and you ain't beat their ass, go back. You're going to go right back out there and 
until you whoop they ass. Y'all, have y'all ever had a fight where y'all was just fighting for your life, but not because you was yeah. fighting the person, but because you didn't want your mama to whoop your ass? That's yeah. that's a serious fighting. Because what I'm not yeah. going to do is You throw all the punches in jail. All of them. You be tired as fuck. Mm-hmm. But you ain't coming in the house. Look, you ain't coming in the house without without that win. Wait. Tell you right now. You better not. You better not cry. So, basically, Boo was getting bullied, and Darla was like, listen, stand up for yourself, you know, because you said you tried to tell the teacher, but... You know, stuff be happening. So she dropped him off at school, um, and but then they end up getting called back to school because they got to fighting, tussling, and what have you. And so all the parents are up there: Darla, Darla, and Ralph, Angel, and then the little boys. Um, the little boys' parents are up there, and I like that they showed that both boys had a two-parent household. I was here for that. And so, but the um, the other boy's parents basically was like, um, Blue was picking on the little boy, and he's acting out because he played with a little doll baby. And Ralph Aww. Angel gave him that look like, I'll fuck you up right here, bruh. Mm-hmm. Right here mm-hmm. on site. And, right. <laughs> Not a bark doll. <laughs> Kendra. Kendra alone. <laughs> Action figure. So, so <laughs> the teacher was like, the teacher was like, listen, basically, this is a warning. Like, if y'all get to fighting again. Or if these boys get to fighting again. That's it. they're they're out. So that was squashed. And then um, Charlie fucking with Remy. So sick of her. Yeah. And that little light skinned boy. I don't know his name. I'm calling Drake. So Drake, he um. I just feel like he thinks he owns his mom because he saw her kissing Remy, and then he started giving her the silent treatment um, because his feelings shit. hurt. It's like you don't Your have no say. Your daddy's a goddamn rapist. We ain't going back to his ass. Shut right. And if I want to bring a man all up and through here, I'll bring a man all up and through here. That's my say. So mm-hmm. I don't who are you to tell me? And so I didn't like that. I just did not appreciate it. And so, um, but they worked that shit out. This episode was kind of lame to me. Um, what else? Um, oh, Aunt Vi, she was working down at the Tweety Bird. And they <laughs> said, yellow? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the Tweety Bird sounds <laughs> together they now got a uh they got a liquor license and they had a live band because he apparently wasn't making any money so she got him together on that uh sweet cheeks is his name sweet cheeks sweet tea what's the look the tail boy um too sweet too sweet i hate that too sweet was on the port sleeping um and now he's living with uh Vova, Nova, Tova, whatever you call her. (laughs) She's she's living with her. Um, And I'm real big on her. Um, 
Megan Gomez, still don't fuck with her. Um, what else? Oh, her what and else? Megan, Megan Gomez broke up. Yeah. Yeah, because oh, well. Megan Gomez can't get with that. Like, you got to be about your business. Like, you can't be out here acting like Sean King. Um, what else? Bloop, bloop. What else? What else? Or Taco Max, I'm sorry. Um, X. I hate all y'all. Listen, I, I want that sweatshirt. That shit is fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she called him a nigga and put that shit in. So, like, is you a nigga? Because is you? Like, are you really? We don't know. Like, show I us reverse certificate. And I live. Trust even is. What else happened? Oh, so I saw um, the party at the High Yellow. Vi had on her party wig, and yes, she, she threw a nice little shindig, and I'm mm-hmm. glad that she negotiated and got her job back as manager because she really legit knew where every goddamn thing was. She yeah. Did. Yeah. And, and then be that employee that really be, like, um, on top of this shit. They know the ins and outs. The supervisor and manager depends highly on them, but never wants to give them any credit for doing anything. So I like that she played her hand. I like that. Mm-hmm. More That's of us what she should do, do that. Sometimes. Yeah. Yep. We definitely more of us definitely should do that. Um. Oh, they told the white people they want them to sell their land and they want them to have them grind their cane sugar. And um, they oh they went. Remy told them they had to get a, a farm loan because um, they needed more money. And Charlie can't touch because she's going through a divorce. She can't touch any yeah. of their joint accounts. So they got it. They have to get this loan. So the white people came over and they was like, okay, we not selling to you. We not going to get you to grind up our sugar. Like we'll find a way to do it. And he was like, well, you know for you and then Ralph Angel getting all boisterous and shit with the white people and so as dude was walking off the porch he was like oh by the way oh keep in mind that they own everything in this parish and so he was like oh uh, we got your loan application down to the bank it was denied by the way mm. <laughs> I was like these niggas own the bank too <laughs> yep. like, you can't do nothing, nothing. Like I, at this point, I wouldn't even. Nope, you can't have my, you can't have my land. I ain't gonna do shit with it. But you can't have mm-hmm. it. I would just be spiteful. But you just gotta sit here and watch it go to waste. Right, watch it just go bad. Just, <laughs> but you ain't gonna get it. If I got to have all the homeless people come and put tents on it, your ass won't get none of it. So mm-hmm. I would just be so spiteful. Uh, I'll throw barbecues on that shit every night. Um, <laughs> what else happened? I think that's it. That's that's the long and short of that episode. It wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't impressed, but I also wasn't too bored. If that makes sense, like it was just. It felt like another like stellar episode, like until the good stuff happened. Yeah, and I saw that Charlie decided that she wasn't going to touch her joint accounts because. She's actually going to divorce Davis, and right. uh, we're going to see how all this ends. Yeah. Oh, and, and then um, Nova put some roots on her. Oh, who? On Charlie, so that she could get her, but good roots, so that she can get her life together. Oh, good, because she yeah, can get like some of her chakras. Yeah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. aligned in chakras, mm-hmm. but, you know. 
You gotta do that sometimes. You do, you do. So you can be on time to work. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) And I think Uh, that's it for this episode. (laughs) Okay, so I'm totally gonna watch it again, and I'll, 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 I'll know. But yeah, yeah. but it wasn't like you're probably gonna fall asleep again. I was struggling. I was like, I don't. <laughs> like, I, I don't know why I phone. fell asleep on it. Because it was dry. It was. It was just like you remember when we were doing green, um, the green leaves, and they had them mm-hmm. like filler episodes. It was like that, just filler episodes. I think the reason why it ain't all that interesting is because Hollywood wasn't there. Well, he was there in the beginning, and she did make mention. She told Charlie, like, you know, I'm glad you're getting divorced. Um, you know, just men like that. She said, you don't want to waste your time on men like that like I did. You want to just, you know, get in and get out. And so Charlie was like, is that, is Hollywood one of those men? And he was, she said no. So that lets me know that she's going to give Hollywood a try. Well, I knew she was going to give him a try when he came up to the, the Tweety Bird and told her that he was off to the read. And she was like, okay. And then she was like, I'm going to fix you a cup of coffee. Because she knows that's her boo, shawty. He, but didn't he tell her he filed for divorce from um his ex-wife? I don't think he told her yet. Did he tell her? Um, I don't know. I wouldn't even. Him? I wouldn't tell her until I had the paperwork. Yeah, that would be something I'll do. But I'm trifling, so don't count me out. Lord have mercy. Yeah, I yeah. I just feel like you don't need to know because. What if anything delays it? And now you pressuring me about when I'm gonna get a divorce. Like I just rather, I just rather give you the paper when it's final. Ain't got time. Let me tell you something. Yeah. So that's it for Queen Sugar. So. Yeah. Are we gonna talk about insecure? Absolutely. Okay. So, Insecure aired, and I enjoyed this week's episode. I finally it's saw so last good. week's episode. Um, I can't believe Issa cheated on her Fuck Issa. She was on my shit list. I, I, she needs to tell him because she needs no. to tell Because no, she's, no. Because I'm sorry, I can't watch this. She's wrong because he, when he, um, like, cooked for her and did all this, like, he fixed the internet stuff for her, like, got, you know, cleaned all that stuff off the internet. <sighs> I was like, you should feel terrible. And she should, and that's when she should have told him, as soon as she got home, she should have told him that she cheated. But now that days, have, I don't know the time frame, but now that at least a day or two has gone past, nah, she needs to just forget that shit happened. True, 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 true. Just block that dude out of her life and just keep, just keep pushing. <laughs> so pretty much um okay so here's the article uh sunday night's episode of insecure had to be one of the best in the series so far uh, the hbo show does well painting a picture of what it means to be a modern day single black woman dating in los angeles while examining topics of racism sexism and microaggressions not only in the dating scene but also within the daily lives of black women um throughout the first season many of the characters in the show have experienced various situations that have led them to feel insecure about who they are, most recently in the storyline between Molly and Jared. 
And I think Jared is really handsome, but then I saw him with his shirt off, and I was like, hey. You're like a strong toddler. A strong who? Toddler. Toddler. <laughs> he looks like a strong-ass toddler. Is that what you yes. said? Mm-hmm. Oh, shut the fuck up. Ignorant boy! <laughs> God! God! <laughs> he does, though. <laughs> oh, Okay. Okay. <laughs> he does. <laughs> now when you go back and look at him, you go see it. I cannot see this. I hate you. <laughs> okay. In case you haven't been able to keep up, Molly is a well-to-do attorney who continues to search for Mr. Right while finding only Mr. Right now. In her endeavors to branch out and date someone different from who she is usually attracted to, she meets Jared who we later learn isn't an Ivy League lawyer or attorney, but a salesman at the local Enterprise Rent-A-Car. After another love interest goes sour for Molly, she decides to reconvene with Jared, only to find out that they both have more in common than what she expects. In Sunday's episode, Molly invites Jared over for a night of dinner and kinship, during which both of them get into the topic of things they have done in their past. Molly begins sharing parts of her college experience, specifically sharing that during her college years, she had a fling with another woman. Throughout this conversation, Molly continues to press her Jared into sharing a secret with her that will surprise her. Surprise her is exactly what he does. Jared states that while out with one of his really good friends a few years back, he opted to go back to his place and let said friend provide him with some lip service. This information wasn't a shock to Molly until Jared confessed that the said person he connected with was male. It was evident that this information did not go over well with Molly. We find out that the idea of Jared having intercourse with another male is something that makes her very insecure and ultimately leads her to break things off with her love interest. Later on in the episode, a few of Molly's friends challenge her by asking why it seems that Jared should be okay with the fact that she has had relations with another woman, yet it is not okay for him to have had relations with another man. This episode offered a very salient question for me as the viewer. Why does it seem that black men are never able to explore their sexuality without fear of rejection or embarrassment within our culture? For black men, conversation around sexual exploration continues to be a taboo. What's even more problematic is how often black women feed into this, stating that they would never date a man who has had sexual relations with another man. Double standard much? We, what we must understand is that sexuality as a whole is fluid. If black women in society are given the same freedom to talk about their sexual explorations, black men should be provided the same opportunity. The idea that black men who identify themselves as straight should never explore their sexuality is not only oppressive but dangerous. Toxic masculinity can be deadly and only adds to the many hurdles that black men have to cross in their day-to-day lives. Shaming black men for being in touch with their wants and desires is rooted not only in homophobia but also in elements of misogyny. When we deny black men the right to sexual exploration and sexual freedom, we are ultimately reminding them that masculinity means more to us as a community than the right to freedom of expression. If we as a community seek progression and freedom, we must allow that for all of us, regardless of our past or present sexual explorations. We ain't free until we all free. Okay? I agree. I agree. Now, as a hetero black woman who said... I don't want no peanut butter on my chocolate. Oh, yeah. Um, I get it. Or whatever. What do you get? Okay. So, 
I have um, female friends who um, have been in relationships with other women. And I've seen how they are very hesitant to talk about it amongst male friends because my one friend, he was, she was telling me, she called me because she was pissed. Girl, we was about to go jump this boy, too. I'll never forget. She's, you know, was started dating girls, and she was, you know, putting it out there like, you know, you see me out with this chick, like, we together, whatever, whatever, like, this is my girl. Mm-hmm. So I just was like, okay, this is what you're into, fine, or whatever. I don't get it, but okay. Only because she sucked more dick than I did, and I just was really like, girl, okay. But whatever. What have you? Me. And to say she sucked more dick than me, she out sucked me by like two dicks. But either way. Oh my god. So, um I knew she you know, she fucked with a lot of dudes and I was like, Okay, so you with bitches now. All right, cool, fine, you know, no biggie. Mm-hmm. But she was mad because this dude that we were we both were mutual friends with was like, Oh, he was like, What's up? I'm trying to come over, I wanna fuck you and your girl. She was like, No, because I don't wanna have sex with you. Number one. Number two, you know, she was like, no, my girl doesn't have sex with men. And three, like, nigga, what the fuck is wrong with you? And he was like, but I'm saying you bi now, right? You gay now. And she was like, yes, I am. And he was like, well, that just means, like, you're not really gay. You're just a freak. So, you know, it's cool if I come over and fuck, right? And I was like, wow, like, this nigga's fucking reckless. But that's how it is. On the flip side, if you are a male and you talk about, you know, Exploring. I've seen this happen. Okay, so we were at a party one day. <laughs> I'll never forget this shit. We were at a party one day, and we're everyone's around. We're at the party. We functioning or whatever. And this guy that I know, I've known him for years, he comes out to me and my friend and is like, yeah, not come out. He comes out his mouth and says, yeah, I really wish, you know, I had a period. And I was like, what does that mean? Why would you wish that? Um, He was like, because I feel like women have periods so they get to be emotional and release. And I feel like as a man, I really need the same thing. Aww. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Nigga, no. <laughs> you don't want to but... <laughs> it was so problematic in that moment. <laughs> Okay, but he wasn't bisexual, though. No. So, but I I honestly, (laughs) don't, don't, look. (laughs) (laughs) So, wait. Okay. So, (laughs) we got to tie this together. (laughs) Okay. So, you, okay. Okay, so as far as the women go, like, yes, being a bisexual woman is very difficult because you have the gay community looking at us like, oh, you're just you're just experimenting. You don't know what you really want. And then you have the straight community like, oh, you just nasty. You just a freak. You just now it's, you know, it's, you know, we can have threesomes and all that. And that's not the case. So, but as far as men, like, I feel like a lot of women don't want to mess with men who either explore their sexuality or are bisexual because Mm -hmm. they feel that being a man is tied into your sexual experiences. And that's not the case. 
And that's an issue, and it's not fair that women can experiment because it's look if you do it if you know if you're a woman and you have sex with other women you're cool you're you know that's you know you're liberated but if a man does it he's he's nasty or he's gay or you know he's he's a woman and it's like why why that's not fair that's not fair and maybe I'm not the right person to really address it because. You know what I mean? Like I'm on the bisexual spectrum, so I I get it um, because I was talking to someone who is a straight woman, and you know she said she couldn't do it either, and I'm just like I don't I don't see why y'all can't like well they, like I see a lot you, of women so they're you like are okay with dating a guy who's been with men before. I am okay being with a man who is out. And has been with a woman, and been with a man before. If he is in the closet or if he is okay. down low, then that's a no for me. And that's only from a health standpoint because right. they're still battling with the I don't know what I am. I don't know. I like men, but I'm not going to put a condom on because then that means I really am. And so if I don't put the condom on, then it didn't really happen. But then you get an STD. You see what I'm saying? So on that aspect, yep. no. But if you are if you're out and you're telling me, hey, sometimes I like to suck a little dick, I'm going to say, bitch, throw some Listerine in your mouth and let's get to work. Okay. That's, I mean, okay. I just... <laughs> All right. Yes, honey, listen. Okay. I just, I don't, I don't, I don't get why, I, I just don't think, I really don't think it's fair that, and I, I heard a lot of women say, like, you know, what if, what if, you know, I can't provide him what he really wants? And that's going to always be the case. There's always going to be a woman that's prettier than you, that's smarter than you, that's more in shape than you, you know, that just they may have it all and you may not have any of it. You may just be a looker and not, you know, not that bright. There's always going to be someone out there who is just a little bit more than what you are. And so that's mm-hmm. always going to be a case. So you just got to be confident in what you bring to the table. And if he rocks with you, he rocks with you. And if you don't, well, oh, well, move on. It doesn't matter what the gender is. It just doesn't matter what's in the pants. Like, I really don't, I don't see it. And I don't mm-hmm. understand why everyone's making this a big deal and why, like, I, I, I really feel like people think that gay men aren't men if they're really women, and that's not the case. And don't get that shit twisted because they will fuck you up. Like, really, don't really, I mean, they will, honestly. I think people sleep on gay men a lot. And I just, I don't know. Do. I, I, I just don't think it's fair. I really don't. Yeah, it, in. That happens or whatever. Um, I've seen gay men kick all the ass. Yeah. Like viciously. So I know that. Um, I think I don't know if it's homophobia if if it's homophobia from a woman's perspective. Mhm. Um, but I know that for some women it's just a turn off. Yeah. I mean, you know, I you're right. Yeah, you're yeah there are men who don't want their women to have ever, like, I know that I have one friend, her husband does not know that she used to have sex with women, like, and he never will know, mm-hmm. because he legit, if he knew, he, I don't think he would have married her. Yeah, because he would be afraid that she would want to experiment with more women, or she would want to have more sexual experiences with women. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. But and that's another thing. It's like people feel like because I I'll never forget when I came out to my mom and I was like, okay, not only am I out, but I'm also in a relationship with a woman. And so she's like, well, you know, what if you what if there's a man that comes along and you like him? And I'm like, then that would be cheating. It's the same thing. We still follow. We're we're not abnormal. Like we still follow the same processes in the same structures like it's cheating if you're doing something outside of your relationship that your partner did not approve of it's cheating so I don't I don't get why people think it's like another set of rules out there that don't apply to us right so it's just I, I, it's hard for me to explain I feel I mean I feel some type of way I do fall into that category like I was you know What's your like? What's your thing though? Like, what? I don't want no peanut butter on my chocolate. My thing is, I detest anal sex personally. What? I like. I don't care. I just I detest anal sex. I believe that if you are into anal sex, that you are more man than me, and more power to you. First so. off, <laughs> anal sex is great. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> anal. Anal sex is great. It's, it's barbaric. not barbaric. It's not barbaric. barbaric. You gotta you gotta find somebody who does it right. You just can't be jamming that shit in there. You gotta do it right, okay? It has to be well lubricated. You gotta do you know, you gotta it's a process. You can't just go straight for that. It's it's like the crescendo of sex, you know, you work your way up. But you know like you know <laughs> Ew. Let me tell you something. Not even a little bit. Not in a box with a fox, in a house with a mouse, not here or there. I don't like anal sex anywhere. Sam, I am. Wait, so, okay, you don't like your booty hole rubbed? Oh, okay. You lost my salad. And you know what was funny? Um, me and my old man, he used, I used to love when he would eat my pussy from the back. Okay, honey. Okay. And every now and then, you know, he'd show my booty some love. And one time he was hitting it from the back and he was massaging. And I was just like, you know what? I had to stop and was like, don't fuck with my butthole. He was like, well, I'm just, you know, rubbing. I was like, don't, don't. Because I feel like you're trying to prep me and I don't, like, no. Mm-mm. No. Oh, my gosh. Well, it's, I enjoy it. I think it's lovely. But oh, good for you. More power to you. Yes, right. go for it's what you know, boo. It's not for everybody. It took me a minute to get there, but it's great. Um, I just, yeah, I, I don't mean, see I it for anal. Yeah, you're no. entitled. But, I mean, just because he likes to have sex with men, first off, doesn't mean that he's a top or a bottom. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't yeah. mean that, it doesn't mean that he would be a bottom if he wanted get his butthole ripped, but it, that doesn't mean that that's what he is. So, um, I don't know. No, I don't know. I'm I, I, I Honestly, like, it's okay. I want dude to be open and honest about it. Yeah. And um, it's, it's okay. If that's legit what, you know, what you want to do and what you feel, go for it. I just... It's like this is why these this is why these dudes are so aggressive. I feel like 
because they're not able to comfortably express themselves. They can't cry because then they're a punk. They can't explore themselves sexually because they're gay or they're a punk-ass bitch or they're a woman or the F word that y'all like to call, not use, but, you know, in general, people like to call them. Like, they can't, this is why they're so bent out of shape because they can't fully express themselves. Y'all don't want them to communicate because then they being a little bitch ass. I I don't know. We we gotta we gotta figure out something to get these men together. I mean, well, it really the issue is I think men need to fix other men. I mean, they're not doing a lot of things because. Um, they're worried about what other men are going to say or think. And yeah. that's something, you know, I think they have to work out amongst themselves. But I don't know why I'm not a, like, I've, I've, I, I thought, honestly, I thought Molly was wrong because, dude, Jared, I'm sorry. He fucked the shit out of her. <laughs> he was late. Right. And He's I just right. honestly, that's why I was like, girl, you going to get that up. I mean, that shit's stupid, and it's but, like, how can you judge him when you just you just told dude to leave his clothes at your house, like, and now you don't want to rock with him because this nigga had, like, he didn't even put his mouth on it. Like, some dude put his mouth on him years ago. It wasn't right. like it was, it was He let him, like, right, right, and it was a while ago, and he decided, like, oh, it's not for me. Okay, that's right. fine. I probably would have been, like, don't ever tell me anything like that again. Like, let's not talk right. about it. Right, and that was <laughs> another thing. I was watching a YouTube, I was watching Jules. I was like, Molly, YouTube. you you asked for this. You got yes. it. You can't be mad. Yes, and Julesy was like, Julesy was like, why, is, why do we feel the need or the necessity to to share our past sexual experiences. Can we just start this relationship from right today? Like, do we got to talk about, like, if I ain't had, if I don't have, I currently have that. anything, if I don't currently have anything that's going to affect you, can we just start from today? Like, you don't need to know, like, all the stuff I've done sexually in the past. Like, you, you just don't. He He could have not told her. He could have came up with something else, like, oh, I, you know, I streaked. Like, it, it, could, it could have been anything. We don't have to tell everything. I know, I know, like, because of the Internet, like, we like to share and overshare stuff now. I don't, we live for the camera. I don't know what it is, but, like, he didn't have to tell her. Like, would you feel offended if he never told you? <laughs> my thing is if I found out and he didn't tell me I would feel some type of way but I just but feel like you, Molly was really barking up that tree she she asked for it and now she had to swallow it down and she should have she shouldn't have broke. That's not a reason to break up. He was really into her. He was giving her everything that she wanted. But you said you don't like peanut butter on your chocolate, so I don't. I don't a, believe in anal sex. It's just, I, so no, that was com- a complete turn on for her at that point. But they didn't have anal sex. He let a nigga suck his dick. It's different. So you cool with that? I honestly, 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 depends on what this nigga could do for me. 
That is what I'm... <laughs> I mean, oh, God. So not, I don't necessarily believe that then, okay, I don't necessarily believe that you would not be okay with him if he would have had sex, anal sex, but if he was good and everything else, like he treated you right, he took care mm-hmm. of his house, like he took care of his kids, he was just A1, stellar, I don't be, I don't think that would be an issue for you. No, but I mean, I would feel like he was bent over. I don't think. Not necessarily. He could have rubbed it. He could have. He could have just laid back and spread his legs. <laughs> I know. I know. I see queer as folk. I know how it works. Jesus. I I've seen queer as folk. I've seen uh, I've seen it. I, okay, so I've I've gone down a few porn holes, porn wormholes, and, and bu- okay. so I was watching this one porn, and this dude, I mean, he bust and he stayed hard, and he was pounding the shit out of this other nigga, and I was like, that's kind of hot. I get it, <laughs> but at the same time, I don't want nobody fucking with me. But that's me. I can't explain it. Oh my god, I feel like a terrible, terrible hypocrite. I feel awful. Trust me. I feel like I should really be accepting this, but I'm not gonna lie. Like you're not there yet. Like nigga, why did you tell me this or do? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's because my gay male friends were slores and. Oh God! This this the oh they did some stuff. I seen some things. I don't see. We got straight things. women friends that are that are scores. You know what I mean? But see, this is the thing. I've seen you know my gay male friends creep with other women's husbands, and I think that's I've the thing. I've seen my female women creep with. Uh, right, but I think like, that's the thing. When it's in a woman's mind that you are into having sex with men, that is something that you will do again. Like there isn't just no, like no one pop. You you're gonna do it again, or you may that is what you like, and that's what you you do. But it's not. And it's I not think, the case. I know, but like he did it, and he realized that that was not for him. Yeah. True. I mean, like I said, I I I don't know if I'm if I've evolved enough to really understand. I just, I, okay, I feel like I can't articulate why <laughs> I feel this way, but, mm-hmm. yeah, it's one of them things where you just kind of be like, mm, I don't want to know. I don't want to yeah. know. I don't need to okay. Know. Well, <laughs> I, I can't. I, I thought, but I at the same time, I, I while I agree with Molly, I also strongly disagree with her. Yeah. Yeah, she's a stupid bitch. I hate her and Issa, but. Oh, girl, you hate everybody. Shut up. I, I, I just, I'm listen. This shows you, you legit that. hate every damn body and every. No, so this shows you how, how well written these shows that we're watching are because if I'm involved in these shows like this, if I'm feeling like these are real people that, like, I talk to at work every day, that, to me, signifies it's good. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, and and that's how I feel like these and are I real think, people. Yeah, and then I'm glad that Issa is touching on all these topics because this is also stuff that black people talk about and we deal with right. and we have diverse opinions on it. But it's like, I'm just glad we're not talking about, you know, trying to rescue our label, our hip-hop label, 
or yeah. we're trying to be Olivia. Like I'm just glad that we're just being our regular damn black ass. Girl. Right, right. And yeah, no, yeah. this is dope. She's dope. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, I think that's all we have for today. That is. Do you and oh, you did tell the plug story. Oh, I have an mm-hmm. update. What's up? Hold on, let me text my plug real quick. So when I get off this phone, I have my bag. <laughs> What's good? Plug do. Always contact your plug ahead of time. <laughs> oh, text that nigga. Like, what's good, pop? <laughs> um, here we go. Logging into our inbox here. Okay. So, do you remember? Let me see if I can refresh everyone. Um, our good friend, I'll call him Pedro. Um, wrote a, an email back in September, and he needed some advice on a situation with his friend. He's known him for eight years. He was married and um, had a son with his wife, and he was sleeping with the office hoe. Why um, I don't remember this. You don't? Okay. So P and I went out for drinks a couple weeks ago for his going away party. He started a new job, and there was also a woman there called T. That was also present at the party. When I worked with T, she was known to have slept with a couple of the married men at our company. Coworkers would catch her kissing men around the office. She even made a pass at me a long time ago. I turned her down and moved on. I told P about it and told him to be careful because T appears to be on a mission. During the party, P and I stepped outside and he told me that he kissed T a couple weeks ago. I told oh, I do him, remember this. Okay. And he told him that he needs to be careful and then he soon confessed that he slept with her a few days after. Yeah. So he was asking for advice, and that's when we told him to mind his black-ass business because... Correct. Not your circus, not your monkeys. Right. So um, I reached out to him and was just like, hey, do you have an update? And he did. Oh. Um, he says he's sorry uh, for not writing in sooner, but here is the update. He said T has informed him that he is no longer sleeping with T. T is now leaving messages to P like, I miss you and I want to see you. P is not responding to her messages and it's upsetting T. P is now nervous that T will reveal receipts such as text messages and screenshots of their FaceTime videos. P said he was outside smoking and he saw T walk past him. P said hello, but T gave him a dirty look and just ignored him. Meanwhile, P and his wife have been fighting and have considered separation and separation and or divorce. She still doesn't know about the affair with T, but it's only a matter of time because of the arguments. He has told me he is tempted to reach out to T again. He hasn't, and he's trying to save his marriage. T's office is moving around the corner from T's job, so it's only a matter of time before they bump into each other again. If anything changes, I will keep you posted. So, yeah. And I think, yeah, we gave him the right information. Um, yeah. Just sit back and watch it all unfold. You ain't gotta look the finger to do a damn thing. Right. You ain't gotta tweet a goddamn thing. I mean, right. tweet. You ain't gotta do that. That too. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gotta tweet it. <laughs> Good oh, deal. Gosh. Thanks, buddy. I was so glad that um you wrote in to tell us this. Um, if anyone has written us and written blah blah blah. blah. 
if <laughs> anyone has written into us and would like to send us a follow-up email, we'd really appreciate that. Let us know how things are going. Yep. And rate us on, at gmail.com. Yeah. And then rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, leave comments, Podomatic, leave comments. Mm-hmm. You know, big us up. All that, all that, all that, or whatever. For sure. Mm-hmm. All, right. all right. On that note, we did it. Another show right. in the bag. Hold on, let me get this together <laughs> so we can properly <laughs> sign off. <laughs> okay, Gooch. All right. Peace. Bye.